hello guys and welcome to the good vibes podcast and this is my 27th episode and i thank you all for listening so what i'm here to talk about today is that instant gratification is just a waste of time because you can try and tell people the amount of hours you put in or the amount or the amount of commitment you put in but it just won't help because people don't focus on the input they don't focus on what you say or what you say you're going to do they don't focus on your ups they don't focus on your downs they, they don't even focus on your failures that made you who you are today. They only focus on the output. They only focus on your success. So, remember this. When you try to tell someone about how long or, you know, how much you put in, don't. It's better to keep that to yourself because no matter how many hours you put in, if the result is weak, then just a waste of time. You have to change your routine. But if you see that the amount of hours and the amount of effort and commitment and opportunity you find through putting in those long hours is giving you an amazing result, like you are more productive or you can now use that skill to your advantage. Maybe you want to develop a skill like computer programming. Some people say you can start by learning Python or because it's simple and easy to use. But yeah, here's the disadvantage because it's too in, it's too dependent on white spacing. Like if you don't if you don't white space something or you know or space something, it can end up giving you an error. But look at C++. You can write it. You can write your code anywhere, and it does not depend on white space. And yeah, what I'm trying to say is, first, uh, choose the field you want to be in, either computer programming, and then if you want to be good at computer programming, don't focus on the syntax. Focus on solving problems and this is not only for computer programmers only it's for entrepreneurs it's for you know people who want to become successful as well also in entrepreneurship there's yeah if you listen to my last podcast which was called focus on your environment and solve problems you've never seen before it talks about the benefit of studying your environment studying the problems of your environment studying what people say cannot be achieved studying what people say is too impossible studying what people say they wish happened studying what people say they wish existed and then you should put in the time and effort into solving that problem into into creating that product for example many people complain about climate change and if you want to solve a problem, create a product that can solve it. 
people who worry too much or complain about erosion okay let me go for a technical term people complain about their databases or you know or their personal data getting hacked there's plenty of opportunity you just have to look between the lines look at what people are complaining about look at what people say they wished existed look at what people say they want to achieve but yet they don't want to look at opportunities while people search for entertainment search for things everyone is too lazy to search if you want to be a successful entrepreneur don't only read entrepreneurship books also take advice from people who have already achieved what you want to achieve if you want to be a successful entrepreneur you know search from youtube or google search the advice of people like mark cuban or elon musk the people who have achieved what you want to achieve or, or if you want to become a successful internet entrepreneur search for people like Mark Zuckerberg or Larry Page. If you want to be a successful investor, search for people like Warren Buffett. Let's take a break. And we're back. Like I was saying, don't only focus on solving a problem. After you find the field that you want to be in, yes. You should put in all of your time and your focus on solving the problem, yes. But you should also follow some advice from the people who've achieved what you want to achieve. I've already said that, but I just want to make sh- to make it clear. And let's move on, yes. While talking, while solving problems is a good thing. Some people, yeah, you know, don't actually work well with you know the technical or entrepreneurial stuff some of them don't have the right fields or don't live in the right economy or environment so here's my advice to you the ones who are living in developing countries the ones who are suffering from poverty or from poverty or inequality Yes, I did say imagination and education work hand in hand. For education, yes, is good because it provides more information about what you want to do. Yet, imagination innovates and creates something new out of something old. For example, the people came up with the airplane for example the people who came up with the smartphone the people who came up with the first ever personal computer that was all imagination yes education is good for example if you want to be good at you know if you want to create a product like software you don't only need to be imaginative. Yes it's, yes, it's good to be imaginative because your imagination will give you plenty of amazing 
innovative and creative ideas on solving the problem. Yet, if you don't know how to use that imagination to your advantage, that's when education comes in. You cannot program software without educating yourself about software first, learning a programming language, you know, learning how to solve problems in that language, and then that's where your imagination comes in. Because when you solve problems, you use your imagination to, to do that. That increases and challenges your brain, and your brain enjoys getting challenged. So, uh, education, yes, is good. But don't focus on the syntax of education. Just focus on the on the basic skill of it. Master the skill. And by education, I don't mean school. Forget that. There's plenty of opportunity. You can pretty much learn what you want to become on your phone, through YouTube, or Google, and even podcast. Yes, in the past, it was required to go to school every day because the technology was still weak. It was not as strong as it is right now. There was no AI, or AI was not strong enough before. The internet was very rare. Infrastructure gave plenty of entrepreneurs an opportunity, but not that many had the access to that. So what I'm trying to say is, yes, the past is the past. And like the two brains are much better than one concept. It's no longer, it's, it's no longer useful. Because, because now there's a new innovation of technology. You don't need to work with other people in order to be good at solving problems. Yes, in the past, yes, you needed, you needed that because, you know, technology was not yet that, was not yet that advanced or innovated. But now it is. There's an opportunity through internet. Now someone can pretty much advertise or market someone else's product and generate a fair amount of revenue. Now someone can create a website with 10 people or just two or maybe can create a website by himself and then that website can have millions and even billions of users all because of infrastructure and all because of the opportunity provided by the internet. Now someone can create a YouTube video, can generate him plenty of passive income as well. Now someone can create a podcast and upload it to whatever platform and generate a fair amount of revenue as well. That's leading to, you know, capital to invest in his or her business. That's why I say the internet has provided plenty of opportunity. We have plenty of independent entrepreneurs these days, all because of the internet. Yes, if we did not have the internet, there wouldn't be no Amazon. There wouldn't be no Facebook. There wouldn't be no Google. There wouldn't be no Spotify. There wouldn't be no YouTube. What I'm trying to say is the internet provides plenty of opportunity. The opportunity lies where you search. If you search 
where people are afraid to search. For example, people say that investing is risky. Why can't it? Life is risky. You can't avoid getting hurt. You can always get hurt. For example, you can think that yeah, eating breakfast is, is safe, but there are plenty of people who die from food poisoning. You can say that yeah, driving your car to work or somewhere else is safe. But okay, look at the stati- look at the statistics and you'll see that plenty of people die from car accidents every single day. Which means that it's dangerous. Life is dangerous and you cannot avoid danger. You can only experience and learn from it. Because danger is made for you. It's made in order to make you stronger, in order to make you grow, to make you learn. For example, you, even going to the bathroom is dangerous because there are plenty of people who die from bathroom accidents. What I'm trying to say is you can't avoid danger. You can only experience and learn from it. Just like being afraid to fail. You cannot run away from failure. Either way, you're going to experience it. You can experience failure in a relationship. You can experience failure on starting a business. You can experience failure through through family. Like your family members failing to support to support your ideas. That's failure. Because they think that you're going to fail. Some of them are just reflecting their fears towards you. Because they see that, okay, since I'm, since I failed, then of course you are going to fail as well. That's not true. The reason why they failed is because they had, they hoped too much instead of having faith in their dreams. Hope and faith are two different things. Hope is a beggar. Hope begs for success, while faith chases after success. There's a difference between that. Faith is powerful. Hope is a coward. For example, if someone says, I hope my business launches, that's fear. But if someone says, I have faith that my business will launch, that person is confident and he believes in him or herself. Because even if the business fails, his or her faith won't fail. It will keep on increasing because we can never have a good day without experiencing a bad day. You can never see good people. You, you can never see a person as a good person without experiencing bad people in your life. You can never learn anything without experiencing some downs you can never go up without going down i'm serious plenty of successful people have failed multiple times but yet that failure led to to their one unique success let me give you plenty of examples people like mark zuckerberg failed multiple times like he created chat systems, created games, you know. Yet, those were not 
the reasons for his, for his success. They only led him to his success. Those failures led to his one unique success, which was Facebook, if I'm right. And uh, who else? Jack Ma. Jack Ma was, you know, was a visionary. Is a visionary. And people thought he was stupid when he came up with an idea. You know, when he came up with Alibaba because he was not a millionaire. You know, people even in an, they even asked him in an interview that why are you even creating this product while you're not making any money? They even asked him that you don't know nothing about a computer. But yet, he had faith that any, that everything would work out okay. That's why I say faith is much more powerful than hope. And what I'm trying to say is, Jack Ma failed multiple times. He applied for, I don't remember what he said, Stanford or Harvard, I, I don't remember what university he applied to, but he was rejected multiple times, which led to his one unique success, which was Alibaba. The same goes for Elon Musk. He failed on, he almost failed, he, he failed multi, multiple times on Tesla and SpaceX. Yet those failures led to him improving. He, he did not give up. He kept on improving and improving, coming up with new innovative ideas, which led to his one unique success. And look at, and look at him now. Tesla and SpaceX are one of the most uh, one of the most successful companies right now and also Google I don't know the amount of failures they had but yes their failures led to their one unique success as well what I'm trying to say is failure will push you failure will discipline you Failure will make you grow. Just because you fail does not mean you're stupid. It just means that you're growing. So if someone sees you failing and laughs at you, laugh back. Smile because it will, con it, it will confuse them. They'll think that you're crazy. But in reality, they are the ones who are crazy. Because you're the one who's busy chasing after, the, who's busy chasing after your dream. Yet they are the ones who are trying to push you down. Instead of chasing after their own dreams, they want to knock yours down. You just have to have faith. You just have to stay true to yourself. You know. And don't let anyone tell you to change based on their opinions. Because opinions, remember, are just what things people think about you. They are not the truth. Let me take a break. And I'm back. And yes, uh, I've been talking too much about, you know, people trying to knock you down and all that stuff, which is true. Now it's time for me to give you some more advice. And my advice is, since life is risky, everything you do is risky. 
Just trust me, it's risky. So why are you busy trying to avoid risk? Like saying, ah, I'll make a loss. What company does not make a loss? Tesla made plenty of losses. Yet, look at it now. It took risks and look at how successful it is now. Tesla's stocks have increased all because of taking risks. The same goes for Mark Zuckerberg. He risked his career. He risked going to Harvard. Just to focus on Facebook. People asked him about whether he would go back to Harvard. Or if he would stay here and focus on Facebook. And Mark took the big choice. He made a very big choice that would determine whether he would succeed or fail. And he chose the right one, which was Facebook. Which was Facebook. Yet, many people had plenty of arguments saying that Facebook would never make any money. Saying that Facebook is, you know, it's never going to make anyone success. It's not going to make Mark successful. But look at, look at them now. Everyone, you know, everyone who doubted Facebook is now using Facebook either for applying jo- for jobs or for, you know, communicating with others. Uh, let me put it this way. They took a risk. And yet, and yes, people who take risks are the most who are criticized. Because people are like, ah, why are you busy taking this risk? Go back to school and learn. There are plenty of people who went to college and still don't know what they're going to do with their lives. There are still plenty of people who have PhDs in whatever they do, yet they don't know what they want to become. They don't know what product they're going to sell. Yes, I did say that you can... You, I didn't say I did say that yeah maybe your ideas are going to be found for studying the environment in college just like Mark he studied the environment in college saying that people want to 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 be connected that's led to him creating Facebook the same goes for the creator of Snapchat and the same goes for you know for for Bill Gates he said that Bill Gates studied his studied his, how computers were working in his high school. He put in he put he put in plenty of time and effort into computer programming and he enjoyed it which led to it becoming sort of a passion and pretty much a habit as well. What I'm trying to say is if you are really passionate about something and you always stay committed it will end up turning into a habit. If you smoke every day, then it's going to become a habit. But if you focus on solving problems every day, it's going to be a habit. Same goes for Bill Gates. He focused on a computer, on how they worked. He studied his environment, looking at how people complained about how graphical user interfaces were you know, were not functioning that well, they were very slow, very unattractive, all of that stuff. And then, Bill came up with an idea, then he created Windows. 
which was the future and it is look at look at it now maybe 90% or 95% of computers use windows right now and the same goes for every large company this in this world for example google studied its environment like from in college as well it found the idea in college when they saw that search engines that when you searched on a search engine it was very mismanaged it was very disorganized and you know when you search for something it you didn't actually get what you wanted to search so they came up with google they created an even better version and a well-organized version that when you search you actually get the result that you actually want because in the past when you searched on a search engine it didn't give you what exactly you wanted there were plenty of advertisements there and yeah right now that you were just searching for a simple thing but you didn't actually get what you wanted to search for so they came out with google and look at it now it's more successful because they studied how search engines worked Bill Gates studied how computer how computers graphical user interfaces worked Mark Zuckerberg studied how people worked you know and uh, Steve Jobs and you know he studied he also studied how personal computers worked and saw the future for them thus leading to him creating Apple And Apple ended up kept on growing and growing, all because of you know studying its environment, seeing what people want, what people like about the personal computer, which led to iTunes, iPads, iPhones, and the competition kept on exceeding and exceeding until Windows, you or until. Microsoft ended up partnering with Apple because believe me or not Apple was going to become bankrupt so they had to make the big choice they had to swallow their they had to swallow their pride and team up with Microsoft and look at how successful they are now they are now worth a trillion dollars now yeah back to what i was saying uh, setting your environment is a very amazing thing because if mark did not study how people worked there would be no facebook if if someone did not study okay that people are uh, can can get bored of always going to the mall to buy stuff or somewhere to you know to buy anything so the person who created Amazon studied why people love to, uh, why people want to buy things more quicker or more easier. Okay, let me put it this way: the person who, who who came up with Amazon studied his environment and saw that uh, it would it would be much more easier for people to shop things online. Than going to to a to a 
to a mall or a shop to buy it for some people that you know can feel lazy and feel like that they feel like that is wasting time going to the mall or going somewhere else to buy to buy stuff and then Jeff Bezos solved that problem by creating Amazon studied his environment by saying that okay some people can feel lazy by always going to buy something and they want and they want their products to come to, to come to them which led to Amazon the same goes for eBay Alibaba and all those other e-commerce sites they focus on on how people would feel if their products could easily be bought from home and safely delivered to them for some you, you know because people can get tired from always doing the same thing like going to the mall or to a shop to buy stuff they want to feel more comfortable at home so it will be more easier for them to buy stuff at home and have it delivered to them immediately that's the reason why amazon was created it studied how people loved to be comfortable at home so they created amazon the same goes for every other company. They studied what you want and what you need. Mostly what you want. So yeah, what I'm saying that studying your environment is the key feature to opportunity. Because studying your environment is works hand in hand with creating the next product. The next big product yes let me give you an example you don't have to create the big a big product because let me put it in a simpler way because Facebook is not a big product yet it has billions of users because it's easy to use plus its main goal is to connect everyone and the same goes for Amazon it's just a web just a website where people can shop online and the same goes for google it's just a search engine where people can search things much more faster and more efficient the same goes for for what the same goes for ebay everything that's big right now is something that started out small so don't try to stress yourself going for something big yes it's good to dream big but the product you are creating does not have to be big in order to become big it does not have to be worth billions you know billions of dollars you can actually start a business that required no money to start but yet has millions or even billions what i'm trying to say is don't stress yourself targeting targeting big things like creating platforms that you know you cannot do right now focus on platforms that you see that people will love to use because if a platform is too advanced or hard to use people won't like using it yet it solves the problems but if it's hard to use then reason why people use Facebook is because it's not only addictive but it's also you it, it is also easy to use the same goes for Google it is also easy to use but if your product is actually a big product yet does not 
it, it does not connect to the consumer so it's not use it or it, it is not easy to use and it's just a waste of time because a product has to be easy to use for example snapchat snapchat is just a platform where people chat with a bunch of you know chat while their pictures are being filtered by a bunch of emojis that's small but look at how successful it is the same goes for uber it's an app that connects you know that connects uber drivers to their customers and what i'm trying to say is the simplest of all products lead to big changes so don't go for something really big like you know because it's the small stuff that make a really big impact remember that and believe in that goodbye